everybody, and welcome to this week's edition, the last edition of 2021 of Hold On, Let Me Tell It podcast. Coming to you live from the Dongsville Podcast Studio and Toy Museum right here in Janesville, Wisconsin. I am Matt Marbury, and with me at the table, Sarah Barfield. Happy New Year, everybody. What do you call a guy who never farts in public? It's not Jim Barfield, I'll tell you that much. No. A silent Sam. (laughs) Well, good guess, but it would be a private tutor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Matt, the sponsor drink of the week. (laughs) Also at the table is is a fellow by the name of Adam Tollefson. Happy New Year's. Uh, This week's podcast is brought to us by Down the Street Bar and Grill, located at 967 South Jackson Street in Janesville. Stop down every night because there's power hour from 6 to 7 and happy hour from 7 to 9. And the sponsored drink of the week that uh, Matt couldn't finish his sentence (laughs) on because he was doing a shot of its curveball. It's the original barbecue whiskey. It's sweet. It's smoky. Throw it back. <laughs> All those things are true. It's it's and then throw it up. It's like dang. Oh, I thought Adam took it off. It's <laughs> it is so strange. It is bar. It is like barbecue sauce. Whoa! It's like the drippings of famous Dave's. Oh, the second one. I shouldn't have did. <laughs> It's so it weird. It smells exactly like... Uh, it's like Arby, Arby's... It's the strangest thing I've ever oh, put in my mouth, and that's saying something. <laughs> I just did a shot of Sweet Baby Ray. Yeah, like, it tastes like barbecue sauce that's boozy. It that's smells good. exactly like barbecue. I would definitely put that in a Bloody Mary. Yes. I don't think I would just do shots of it, but... I like. I think you... you you're... you're uh, what you got was what I got in the second one. Like my, I had like, <laughs> I had like the perfect amount. I'm like that just tastes like barbecue sauce. And the second one I did, I was like, oh, there's the booze. You know what it's I mean? Very strange. Yeah, interesting. Who makes that curveball? Curveball with a K. Well, yeah. they had to get weird. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> weird. <laughs> oh man, this week between Christmas and New Year's is always kind of weird. A weird week. It's weird. It's, <laughs> it's a weird, weird week. It's a weird week at work. They're dropping like flies out there, guys. <laughs> Goddamn Omicron, Decepticon yeah. thing is going on. Yeah. All of Which, our listeners probably know somebody. Everybody or knows it. somebody that has it. It's, it's the tested. whole getting, uh, you know, everybody again, this, this happened the last like big wave. Everybody either A, gets like sick of it, or B, just like lets their guard down. Mm-hmm. And it was Christmas, and it's like, we're, we're just going to hang out with people. Yep. And the free clinic there by uh, Papa John's <laughs> yes. is fucking packed. Yes. Is it, what is that exactly? It's, it's a free just a COVID testing, testing site, yep. right? Yeah. People are just milling about over there. Just Dude, like, I, do not I mean, wanna... like cars are waiting in like in the street to turn into park. Really? Yeah. It's busy. A couple I, of my boys were down there today. I had a friend that I think he lives in Madison or Milwaukee, one of the two. And he did a, here's what the free one up there is. And he's like, no, I didn't drive this fast. I just sped it up on four speed. He drove by and like recorded it. It was like 
five city blocks easy it just kept going he kept, oh, cars yes, waiting oh yes. my and he's taking rights and i'm oh. like oh it's, it's got to be over and takes the next right and it just kept going i'm like holy shit i did see that on the news yes it's maybe disrupting that's, traffic yes. yeah so <clears throat> all these people that are getting tested right now do you think they're all having symptoms or you think that was just like oh i was in the house with this guy I think he's that's, positive, so I'm going to go get tested. Kind I of think thing. that's a lot of it. At least that's what I'm hearing from like people at work. I just found out so-and-so has it. I got to go get tested. Yeah. Yeah. I think most. And then even if you're not feeling like shit, you still get te- pop a positive, and then it's like you're... Yeah. They did change everything, though. Like Just on Monday, the CDC's like, you just have to quarantine for five days and then like five more days of wearing a mask like yeah. religiously. Yeah. Because I think that that the spreading factor is only taking place during the first like one to three days right. now. Like yeah, some percent. I don't know my my the my workspace at work is we have a huge warehouse and I am all the way in like the back corner of one and I am fifty yards away from just about everybody else and it's rare that somebody even they might wheel something down to me to like fix but other than that nobody hangs out by me and I'm like I feel fine I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm double vaccinated. I've already had it. I'm like, I, I feel I'm not going to do that. Same here. Because ha- part of it is I don't want it to be positive and then I sit home for five days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unpaid. Right. Um, And they're selling the tests at home tests at Walgreens. Yeah. Like uh, but good, 50 bucks for a two pack. Good luck finding them. Oh, really? We got some yeah. yesterday. You did? Well, at, people at work did. I just saw them. I mean, I have I, over Christmas. I saw them at the checkouts. Yeah. And. That's another weird thing too. Is like I was I was in line at Walgreens before Christmas and stuff, and then like a dude in front of me is coughing with no mask. And I'm oh like, yeah! So I kind of just backed up for a minute, and then I looked down in his hand. Did he grab one? No, he already had it in his hand. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh hey, what the fuck, dude? Um, no, Ashley did, had to do an Instacart or oh. did an Instacart and was talking about all it was was <laughs> two at home kits and a and a thing of water, like a case of water, and she's like. Pretty sure she just, they just threw in the the water to like, you know, to like make the order. I don't know if you have to, I don't think you have to order a certain amount, but anyway, like while you're there type of thing. And Chloe was working, and uh-huh. yep, they called over the thing like, oh no, we're we're been out of those. Oh, really? Yeah. So she work at the Milton Avenue one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's where my my work peeps went there yesterday and got some. Well, maybe so they I got a new shipment. They probably ran They're probably out. getting them in all the I time think so today. Oh, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, they got the last two. Want <laughs> <laughs> to be a part of that company, right? Right now, they're probably killing it. Yeah, it's just a pregnancy test, and they just switch something in there. They just switched. Yeah, they it just switched the out the paper. <laughs> I saw like a um, a Snapchat or, or some shit. One of those viral little video, maybe it's TikTok or something. Dude is eating something, and I think it was on like a bun, and like under it was the pregnancy test i, I don't think From it was in the sandwich lady yeah <laughs> and he just goes what, what's pete on this what's this yeah. and she's like what do, you, what do you think it is and then she he's like why would you ruin my food <laughs> yeah Oh. She thought it was gonna be a big surprise moment. Yeah, he <laughs> was so pissed. Yeah, literally pissed. And she's, he's like, "But you, you had to pee on this." She's like, it's not one of those ones. And he was like, "What else is there?" Yeah, I don't. 
it's like it, you don't have to. It just it just takes a drop or something. He's like <laughs> one drop of pee. He was so mad about his food. Why would you ruin like? Pushes the plate away. I get that though. Oh. I'd be pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, he's gonna be a dad. He's not happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> Starving now. He's like, now I have to share this burger. Well, now you gotta time. make a new one. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Well, how was your guys's holiday? The Christmas one. Adam, would you like to start since you went to nineteen Christmases? <laughs> All of them are awesome, actually. Um, we. Did an extended one last two Sundays ago, and we went there early so we could do the um, presents for the one for the next week. So everything going to be such in a rush. So yeah, I don't. I had five over a week. Four being on Christmas Day. Bam. No six. Dang. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it was great because, I don't know, the majority of them you really don't do presents at. So it was just hanging out and eating food. And, yeah. And and that little bit of doing the presents for the immediate family the week before, before the extended family got there, made for that ex- <laughs> immediate family one chill. Like it yeah. was relaxed. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. I I went to three Chris, three Christmases. Sarah was at every one of them. Just following you around. <laughs> yes. No, it was fun. We went to my we went to my dad's for a, just a short little bit. But we did have pull off an awesome prank. Yes, we did. The oh, nifty right. nipple warmers were gifted. <laughs> <laughs> um Taylor, who was on the show last week, thank you for that. She almost ruined it. She was kind of like playing Santa, sitting by the tree, and she's kind of pulling out the gifts and um, the, over there, it's not like one of those things where if we go to Kendra's grandma's, it's usually like everybody's sitting in a circle and like everybody watches you. Open yeah. Your they present, do that at Ashley's. And then they'll go on to the next one. And then they'll go, it ain't like that. Like I didn't see my kids open anything at my dad's. They yeah. were, it's a free for all. It just, they yeah. it got taken into like the other room where they were even <laughs> and, like, <laughs> half an hour later. It's like, what'd you get? And he's like, Oh, I got a race car and some pajamas or something. <laughs> I'm like, cool. <laughs> All right, um, I'll see you later. Yeah. Uh, so Taylor's like getting these presents out, and I had to like wrap. I got different wrapping paper than anything else we had, and wrapped it in like this poinsettia paper, and it just said "To Kathy from Keith." <laughs> and and I'm up fully across the room, and I see Taylor grab it, and she like she holds it up, and she's like, "Keith, what what is this?" says to Kathy from Keith and Keith just goes, uh, that's not from me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just look at Keith and I go, just let this ride. <laughs> and props to him. He just like shrugged his shoulders <laughs> and he did move. He was not, he didn't like, he was posted up pretty close to her. He didn't move like yeah. back behind me <laughs> as it happened. But I will post it. I do have pretty good video. Did I show you the video? You did. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And your mom, Sarah, was on another level mm-hmm. uh, Christmas Eve. I don't know what she was doing, but don't ask I'd me. recommend her to do it more often because she was in a fucking carefree mood. I she was free it. and loose. That's All for sure. Right. She got the she opens it and uh, <laughs> she's like nifty nipple warmers. And she had the like beam on her face and she's like. You know, for she goes, thanks, Keith, 
For 64 Christmases, I've wanted one. <laughs> <laughs> Finally got just it. Just loved it? And she's like, you want me to try it on? Uh, <laughs> she was just, she owned just it. played into yes. it so good. And it was like, I thought that was very funny. Yeah. Sometimes it just takes skipping a Thanksgiving to make you feel better. You know yeah. I, mean? I don't know. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> but it was fun. That was a... Uh, Christ, we were what we get there at like two. We were out of there by three thirty, probably. Really? Yeah, we were out of there real quick. And then the plan is we're just going to meet up at Lisa's at five ish, somewhere in there. So the the thing is, like, my dad's not in great health. Um, we don't ever like to bring booze around over there because he's he's a recovering alcoholic and all this stuff. So we're the the, the basically we're going to go over there so they can see everybody. Sure. But then we're going to go to Lisa's and actually cut loose and Gotcha. You know, we don't have any real presents. Well, we did we did presents for the little kids over there. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, we're just eating and drinking and playing games and stuff mm-hmm. and that was fun. Mm-hmm. So Christmas, that was the two Christmas Eve things and then we were supposed to go to Kendra's grandma's on Christmas Day, but Kendra was uh not feeling the greatest and I'm like Should go to Riley's? <laughs> No, okay. she wasn't drugged, Adam. <laughs> no, a little throwback to last yeah. week. <laughs> I, bet, I bet he loved that if he heard it. <laughs> God damn it, that's not what happens here. Um, no, but I, I, part of me was I didn't want to go to Kendra's grandma's. Um, not for, not because I don't want to go over there. Um, she does like a ten a.m. thing, so our kids get up. I don't wake them up. They, you know, they got up at seven thirty, eight o'clock to open presents this Christmas day. Yes. yes. Okay. So now the kids spend forty minutes opening presents, and then it's like, all right, get dressed, we got to go. Yeah. And it's like there's no worse thing as a kid than you just opened all this cool stuff to having to get ready and go somewhere. Yeah. Do you want to hear my regiment? So no, <laughs> you're also not a six year old boy though. There are kids involved. Sure. But I'm I'm just saying. So I told Kendra on her way to Lisa's, like, you should call your grandma and just let her know you're not feeling the greatest and see what she says. And you are right. So though. Kendra calls her grandma and explains that you know I'm, she has not feeling great. She didn't go to my dad's. Nope. And um, she's on the phone with, with uh, her grandma and she gets off the phone. I'm like, well, how'd it go? And she goes, oh, she still wants me to come. She says I should wear a mask. And I was like. Motherfucker, like, that's, <laughs> that's the rudest thing. I mean, I get it. I do get it. But so Kendra hangs up the phone and immediately her phone rings again and it's her grandma. And Kendra answers it and she's like, her grandma goes, oh, I'm sorry. I meant to call Aunt Mary. So I'm like, oh, you're going to call and talk some shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you were going to do. Immediate. So, so Kendra does get a phone call later on, either in, either that night or the morning and says, that said, basically, I'd feel more comfortable if you guys didn't come. Uh, so I was like, yes. So do you think she all, talked All because that, I didn't want the kids to have to go over to there Aunt right Mary. away. Yeah. yeah, she had to. Uh, yeah. And they went, no, 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 here's, this isn't good if someone's not feeling good. Yeah. Yeah, like, don't. Yeah. Like, well, put on a fucking mask and we'll see you in 10. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> So yes. you tell the guy at work. So then Christmas, <laughs> yes, exactly. So yeah. then Christmas Day turns into get up, open presents, kind of mill about at your leisure, make our way over to Lizzie's at two-ish. Yeah. Which yeah. is way better. Yeah. Yes. And the other thing that bothers me about the Kendra's grandma thing 
is for 10 years, they were like snowbirds. They would go to Arizona. Oh. Oh. So when me and Kendra first get together, this, this Christmas brunch thing happened every year, 10 in the morning. It was like we knew we had to go there. But then they go to Arizona, and that's off the table. And now because you guys aren't going to Arizona, we're supposed it's to back, just like baby. go back to it. Yeah. Like that's kind of I don't know. I get yeah. it. You were saying about the kids and stuff. You're right. Um that is why we did that um early extended one because it was so early for you get out and and these kids are like newborns. It's like Emma and Justin. Oh, well kids. they don't care. Yeah, I guess. I They're don't not know. opening anything that they care about. Yeah, it's true. They're barely opening anything. Yeah, they were just crawling around. <laughs> they're grabbing shitting. one corner of paper. They're not and that's even it. doing that. They're, yeah, they're not even. Oh doing man, that. but you throw you throw a little hat on those kids, and it looks so great, like um, like a lumberjack hat. Yeah, one of the <laughs> with the ear covers. Gordy had it on, <laughs> it was, and then he ripped open a he ripped open part of it. Like you said, he doesn't know what the hell going on, but he ripped open part of his present, and then uh, my father in law got him. <laughs> An official Red Rider BB gun. <laughs> <laughs> He's like four months old yes. or something. Yeah, Benny got one of those too. I Love heard it. that's like a, someone's scary. like. Uh, so what? At two, you're going to get him an actual twenty-two. Yeah, <laughs> grenades. <laughs> grenades. Some tripwire. They, they called him Gordy Grenade after that. <laughs> Oh, I loved it. Yeah, but we um, ours wasn't actually that bad. Like I said, that time crunch or whatever, or that time save, it, it did. There's times where I'm looking down. I'm like, oh, we have 45 minutes to hang out. Like we're good. But yeah, it was eight eight a.m. at um, the Benzos, eggs Benedict, homemade. Yeah, and then uh, over to mom and dad's a tennish. Sausage, a bunch of stuff over there. I had to pass on the sausage or breakfast bake or whatever. Oh, I love a breakfast bake. I do too, man, but I had to pick and choose the eggs. Man, That's the one thing that I miss about not going to the brunch at Kendra's grandma's. Breakfast bake. Not even that, but she does these, like, she calls them ham logs. I don't know. It's like she takes ground ham and ground sausage and she, like, ma- mixes it together and makes, like, these little logs out of it. Well, and then it gets, like, a glaze over it. Ah. You eat that with some eggs. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's the only time of the year you that. get it. I'll try that. I'd try that, too. Sounds good. And then good. to her dad's at noonish, he did Italian beef and meatballs. <laughs> Fuck Yum. yeah. And I'm like, they were really good. I'm like, but I gotta go easy because I gotta wait for the clam chowder and the we should have, Sarah, All what we should have done, that was at because his last stop is Lizzie's, and we should have had him collect different food items on his way, yeah. and then brought them to us. Oh, sample. next time I'll do tour to Christmas. Yeah, yeah do tour yes. to Christmas. Because you know there'll be extra. Yeah. Be always there is. Oh my gosh, always And so then me and Sarah food. can try the Eggs guys. Benedict four hours you. late, but it's still <laughs> That's a tough the sell. The is not going to go over well. I'll take the meatballs. Like so hot off the... And ne- it, meatballs is was new. I want shit. some egg yeah. bake and uh, I get you on beef. That. Yeah, I can... I'll make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start a side business of just leftovers. I was uh, sweating out fantasy football all day. Started Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. You don't want to talk about this? I would love to hear your input. <laughs> I had it was two. a close one. All right, so I had, I was oh I know in the semifinals in both my leagues, um, and both so like 
our league, COVID hit me bad. Um, Austin Eckler, he's number two running back <laughs> on the season. He's down with it. Cal, the guy I'm playing, picks up his replacement because he was higher in the waiver priority. Um, and then Travis Kelsey didn't play, so I had to pick up. Yeah. This is the thing, too. I'm I'm like all day him hawing over Cole Komet for the Bears because he's got a good matchup, or Gerald Everett for the Seahawks because three out of his last four games have been pretty decent. And I pick fucking Cole Komet because I listen to these fantasy analysts. And he's a weatherman. He gets a, you know, he scores six and a half points or, you know, he doesn't goose me or anything like that. Um, but on Christmas day, I'm going up against Aaron Rodgers in both leagues. Uh, one guy, Charlie had Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams. Mm. Um, Cal had Jonathan Taylor going on and I had Kyler. It was just like, it was one of these things where it was so parody where, where we both had our quarterback and our probably our best running back going, mm-hmm. and it ends up being like so a wash, pretty much a wash. Yeah, give or two. And then, so we get to the we get to the game on the Sunday night game, mm-hmm. and I'm in a, I'm in pretty good shape. What I don't need all I all I need is for Dallas's defense to not score twenty five points. <laughs> okay, they score twenty four. Yes, yeah. and at one point they're at twenty six. Really, and, then, and oh, yeah, luckily they always fluctuates. They were right? at twenty six, and luckily Washington scored a touchdown to drop them two more points. So at that point, I'm up a point and a half, mm-hmm. and I still have Devonte Parker going on Monday night. So I'm like, as long as he doesn't fumble, I should be okay. And I contemplated just pulling him out. And just having it blank, not ris- not risking the fumble, but interesting. But o- being only up a point and a half, if there's a stat correction that comes out on like Tuesday, sure. What's a point and a half then? I could yeah. be fucked. Right, so I'm right. like, I have to leave him in. Any player can do that anytime. Just pull your shit before, as long as it's before. I mean, if you're if you, I have a problem when someone like starts somebody on their buy or something like that. But if you're if you're telling me like I'm up two points. And this is my only guy left to play. Mm-hmm. I just and don't. I, don't I just want to take a zero there. Like I saw, I'm okay with that. That's a strategy. I saw another guy or something like that that had um, Stafford and like he was. Oh, in, the kneel down. Yeah, and the guy kneeled down, so he went down. It's a minus two yards for rushing, which they should change that. That's so stupid. So he lost because Stafford kneeled down. Yeah, by a half. But a that's point. NFL stats. I mean, that's sure, you can't do sure. anything about that. Yeah, you're right. It counts as minus two yards rushing for the quarterback when he does the kneel down. Um, but so I'm like, oh, I got Parker going. I can't risk pulling him. He gooses. He doesn't get one target on Monday Night Football. And he's, he's been like five targets for 60 yards every single game he's played. It's so fucking crazy. So I eke by in that matchup where my team was decimated by like a score of 114 to 113. And then in the other league, the Craig, Craig football or the Craig high school league, um, I'm playing Charlie across the street and this is a tale of like two. It's completely different. Um, Charlie, I put up 156 points in that league and Charlie put up 150. It was like, wow. Yeah. So bare different circumstances, but I barely eke out in that one too. So now, I'm in the championship game in both leagues. That's never happened to me before. No. Um, 
two teams that are very much different. Obviously, one one right. league I only score one fourteen, the other's you know trying to take down the guy that's won the Blake Budrows, won the league three years in a row or something like that, and he's and he got into the. His team's not that good, but he's done really good with like his, his waivers and stuff, and stuff oh, like okay. that. This league, I, I don't run this league, but there would be some things I would change. Like he has waiver priority always going from last to first. Like it doesn't roll each week. So like oh, if I'm in first yeah, place, yeah. I have last waiver no priority every week. Yeah. So I spent like six weeks at the top and never made a claim, and I'm still in last to make and I'm you got to like, pay a dollar stupid. too, right? You do have to pay a dollar per transaction in real money, which I think is ridiculous. <laughs> um, it's like you're penalizing people for playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. their their reasoning for it is stupid. They're like, well, some guys will sit there and fucking spend all their time on it and this and that. I'm like, so fucking what? Yeah, that's their prerogative. And my, my thing is, okay, if you're going to do it that way, then you should do it, which I would love to do in our league too. Um, there's a setting called fab free agent acquisition budget. Everybody gets a set amount of of fake money in the beginning of the year. And every week when the waivers run, you put in however much you want to put for that guy, for a guy, whoever pays them. And then once waivers clear, anybody can just be added after that. But then, so everybody has the same chance at every player, depending on how much you bid for that player. Mm -hmm. That's kind of cool. It's that is the way to go. If you ask me, but can I give you some advice as someone who's won both leagues in one year? Sure, you can. Jesus what is this? Christ. <laughs> um, when you're, don't hold both trophies when you're carrying them into your house. Because I dropped one of them and broke them. Aww. We used to have the Binal Squirrel trophy that Justin made. Yeah. That was fantastic. I was so happy to show Antonio, I think it was, when I lived... Um, by Edison or whatever. I might have been living with Becky still. Yeah. And I just, I was like running up. I'm like, look what I got. And the albino fell and smashed. I tried to glue it back together, but no. Yeah. It's so, rough. Like, so, so be careful with your trophies, man. I will. I definitely That's will. my advice to you. Um, yeah, I'm projected to win in both leagues, but I'm so fucking worried. I don't like it. I really don't. This fucking guy. I'm so mm-hmm. worried about the best things that can happen. You know what we're worried about? What? Nothing. I know. Because we're be not in the finals. It must be nice. You guys probably go <laughs> oh. to you guys probably go to bed the second your head hits the pillow. Not me. I gotta be making waiver claims. <laughs> Scouting. No, I'm playing Keith in the finals for the second year in a row. With a nipple tassel bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Shit. What else do you guys want to talk about? Um, you got big plans for the raining in the new year? No. Ringing in the new year? No, not really. Um, I think we're just going to hang here. I think we're doing dinner. There's too much COVID out there. A lot of COVID out there. So I should go out to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I th- yeah, I don't know. I think we're doing dinner and kind of keeping it mellow. Mm-hmm. What about you? Same. Yeah. Yep. No big plans. It's not like it used to be. No. I never understood why New Year's was such a big I deal prefer to New Year's with. over Christmas for you sure. You do? Oh, I've had some fun New Year's. Yeah? Yeah. Well, here's your chance to talk about it. <laughs> here's your One chance time I to woke up them. in a different city. <laughs> oh, my. How far fun. away? Yeah, like 20 minutes. Oh. <laughs> Still, though. 
Um, what I like about New Year's is when they go, we're going to stay open, or like when taverns go, we'll stay open to 4 a.m., but then you're locked in till 6 a.m. Or like some, like there's been sh- crazy shit like that, and I'm like. They do skate in place rules? Like, yeah, <laughs> like the all-night skate. And I, I'm just like, I I, th- I feel like by like 3, even in my prime, I'm like, mm, I'm going to go home. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you should lock me in here. <laughs> yeah. When I was looking up some like New Year's Eve stories and stuff like that, um, like over in the UK, um, lots of taverns will do like a huge cover charge, like $100 or $200 cover charge per person, but then it's uh, open bar. Yeah. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, I think that. I would do that. Um, yeah. In my heyday. Like, you buy fucking shots for people. Oh, Pete's Garage Bar is doing that this year in Oshkosh. Oh, really? Yeah. Like they, a big cover charge, and then you're. It's not even that big. Bar. It's like 100 bucks, and it's, yeah, it was. It, I mean, you're going to spend like, that there's anyway. Be 20, you are. 25 right. people allowed or whatever. You go sign up, put your 20, your 100 bucks in. And Only 25 all, people? I think that's what he said. Oh, wow. That's small a small bar. bar. Oh. <laughs> 25 the, people, though. That's like your family. It's real shitty. <laughs> he loves responding to one-star reviews on Google. It's so fucking <laughs> great. That sounds like a good piece for the next pod. In a it world is. with no COVID, though, right? There was one where a guy... I don't want to be locked in right now anywhere for any amount of money. Like, I kind of want to dip at any time. I guess you can. <laughs> yeah, you can still... But I'm not dropping 100 bucks being like, fuck it, I'm here all night, I'm drinking it all. Me and 25 <laughs> of these fuckers are like, uh-uh. One guy's sneezing. Yeah, like, animal. <laughs> we yeah. had a work delivery. Um, Old sneezy Steve over there, and the guy's name was Steve. That's really funny. He he backs in the whole trailer and shit, and I'm helping him load all this shit, which I didn't know how much shit we had. I guess and I'm like, yeah. The owner said it wasn't that much, so I'll help you out. I'm like, how much is it? And he's like. Yeah, there's a hundred cases of this, and I'm like, a hundred cases. <laughs> like what? So I'm helping them. These are cleaning supplies or what? Yes. Okay. Like boxes and box. It, it, the whole fucking trailer was full. I was like, oh, nice. This is why the owner didn't fucking tell me that there's a hundred. Anyway. Um. <laughs> so at one point we're in there, and I'm like, hey, how, how's it going? He's like our corporate rep, basically. And he, I'm like, uh, how how are things going with? Um, you know, our, our, the, the COVID, is it popping up in Minnesota too? He's like, ah, oh, yeah, it's on the uptake or whatever. And then we're like in that little small trailer and he fucking coughed something weird. I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> and I go, let's assembly line this thing. <laughs> so it's like, I'll stack, I'll bend over and stack all these. And then you, you, you hand brought, truck you, it out or something. Yes. Okay. I was like, uh, I just. He's bringing some down from Rochester. I love to hear the like the differences in awareness. Like I hear Adam talk like that, like the coughing and all of that. And honestly, there are a lot of times that I even fucking forget about COVID. Yeah, like constantly. I would never raise an eyebrow about a call. You know, like just because I'm just not even thinking about it. I think it's because we survived. I think so. Maybe I don't oh, know. Yeah. I, mean, I, I had a lot of it. I have a very blase attitude about it. Uh, I, or I, I didn't know if I did. <clears throat> and we were happened to be talking about it, and then all of a sudden we're in the trailer, and, and I'm it like, happens. "Motherfucker!" Yeah. So then I got weird. If you had a cough 
like as he was away from whatever. Yeah. And it's not only you, but I mean, even other people will be like, like a lot of times I'll forget my mask in the car, you know, like in Illinois or wherever, or even in Madison, you know, it's a mask mandate still or whatever. And I'll always forget or, you know, it's just like, it's, I don't know. It's just weird to see, you know, or listen to how it's different for everybody, but right. Yeah. Yeah, But if you do, like, if you go in a store right now and you sneeze or cough, you're going to get looked. There's going to be people that look at you weird. Probably, but here's some, but not like it was before. It was like, what the fuck? If you're worried about a sneeze and a cough, don't fucking be at the store. Do you remember early on, like six feet, and the guys had like pool noodles on their ass? Yeah, I love the makeshift fucking mass. People have to put fish bowls on yeah. their yes. and it's, it was like Futurama. It was like an yes. of Futurama. Some and, of them didn't make sense at all. It was like it was bullshit. It was like it's Saran wrap. <laughs> Not buying a mask. Yeah. I remember when first, like this shit first started popping off, and like the grocery stores are starting to get. Remember, there was like no toilet paper. I almost stuff had a like panic that. attack. No Lysol first, wipes, none yeah. of that. The first time I saw every like, you have to have the mask, and like the fucking every. I mean, that freaked me out. I'm <laughs> like, where where is this going? Like, yeah. I, I was like, this and is they would set up like makeshift fence outside yes. of Walmart and stuff. It like, yeah, it looked kind of like war torn country. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was and creepy. they had like those lines on the sidewalk, six yeah. feet apart. That's where you had to stand, and then they were it counting very people militant. at the door. Yeah, like doing the how many people do we have? We only and now we had... just don't really give a fuck. But... Well, I I mean, you know, people are still like, oh, you know, be aware of COVID. Don't be practice social distancing blah 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 but then you have stadiums full of people for football games and royal yeah. rumbles hopefully that doesn't get canceled yeah. and <laughs> also this is what annoys me the most almost when you go to sam's club and you either check out yourself or you go through the checker mm-hmm. and you know they have like the plexiglass up and you know all of this at all of the stores, the pe- plexiglass at the checkouts, but then you're like back to back with the people behind you checking out. I'm like, this is yeah. Yeah. insane. But anyway. Airport's a great example of that. Ridiculous. But then you're, okay, so six, you're checking six out. Six feet in the line, then in the airplane. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or, okay, and restaurants. Yeah. I mean, like, you're in Illinois, and let's say you're going to eat. You have to, like, if you're there's a wait, you're waiting in that waiting area, yeah. wearing your mask. Everybody's there. Everybody who's eating doesn't have a fucking mask on. Right. You're, oh, come on. The whole air that you're yeah. breathing is yeah. filled with people who yes. aren't wearing a mask. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. But then at Sam's, you're checking out, and then they have you back-to-back people yeah. checking your receipt at the door. I know. <laughs> I know. And you have, there'll be like 20 people online. Yeah. I'm like, what are you what doing? Are we doing? Why do they do that, by the way? Why do they uh, look at your receipt? I don't you know. You have 94 things in the cart, and they're like, yeah, it looks No, now right. they bleep. Now yeah, they'll bleep like, and they'll bleep like one or two things. Oh no! Like for us, like we bought four things, they bleeped four things. Right, but, but if yes. you bleep, if you have twenty five things, they're not going to bleep. I them know, all. but why even do it? It is—it's the most. It's almost made me not it's even want to be there. Giving a guy a there. job. Oh, it's fucking stupid! I hate it. Is it strictly self checkout at? No, it isn't. Well, then fuck them. They mm-hmm. have cameras. I know. I, I know. I've heard the th- like. I've seen the thing that says. Well, screw you if I'm in self-checkout at Walmart or whatever, and then now you're checking my receipt. Well, you got rid of the actual, you know, cashiers that would check you out. 
fuck you. I don't have time for you to, you should just do that when you check me out. If I'm doing your job, I'm not stopping for you to check all my shit. You should trust me enough. You trust me enough to fucking check out all my shit. I've I've noticed at Walmart though, that what they really check is something that's not in a bag. Yes. So why wouldn't I just put everything I'm stealing in a fucking bag? Printer fuckers. (laughs) Yeah. Put all the goods that you're stealing in a bag and whatever you paid for, not in a bag. And that's all they fucking check. You got a bag for this 52-inch uh, TV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just putting... It's <laughs> mm. good. Ride it out. Uh, did you say you have New Year's stories? Mm-hmm. Want to do those? Want me to do them? Yep. I'll get into that just a sec. Or do you want to do hypotheticals? I pulled some hypotheticals. I think maybe we'll do a few stories, and then we'll come back with hypotheticals, and then you're scat. Sounds good. You want to take a break first? Yep. <laughs> All right. More than anything. <laughs> You know, Join any reindeer games. Santa and Foggy Christmas Eve came to came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you climb up sleigh now? Then all the reindeers loved him. I shout out with glee, glee, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. You could tell his story forever. You could tell his story forever. You could tell his story. You could tell his story. You could tell his story Oh man, that was really good, you guys. Singing some DMX, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I'm here with Jana Kay and Maverick Matthew, the Marbury Kids. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Christmas Eve here, mm-hmm. and you guys have already had a very busy day, a very busy Christmas uh, <coughs> schedule. Get that right. What did we do today? What, what was your guys' routine when mm. you woke up? I don't know. What was the first thing you did when you woke up, Jan? I saw the elves, and then they gave, they were like dressed up, and they were Giving me like a magic pajamas, and they left it a note. They did. What did the note say? That because we asked them if we could hug them. Yeah. They said, "Sure, today at night time before you go to bed, you can pick us up and give us a hug, and when you're done, set them on the Christmas tree." And, and they said they would lose their magic, but it's okay. Why is it okay? I don't know. Because Santa would bring them back home, and it would be all fine. And here's the thing. We have our elves sitting here, and I'm, like, touching them right now. The first time. Um, so we've had Elroy has come to visit us for yep. years now. Uh-huh. Uh, but this year, about halfway through, something magical happened. What was that? Um, well, Elroy left a note for us, and it said he had a friend that had no family to visit. visit. An out friend 
kind of family, family visit. And then she asked if he could come with us. She can come with us. Visit us for now on. And we said yes. And then we have two elves, and I'm touching them both right now. Yeah. yeah. So it's Elroy, and, and then Bella. we have and Bella. We have Bella. <laughs> She's the new elf. She's been she's been fun. Yep. She's she only been, been here, here for, for a lot. She been only here been here for this Christmas. Oh yeah. It's it's been pretty fun. What are some of the what are some of your favorite things that the elves have done this year? Um like give us stuff. Like what? Like give us that pizza cookie. Oh, when they first I came. It, yeah, when LA first came. It was a pizza but cookie. My, what? my favorite was today. Today was your favorite? Because I got new comfy pajamas and I'm wearing them, but Maverick is... Who's on your pajamas? Jojo Siwa. Woo, woo, Jojo Siwa. What um, kind of in jammies? My, in my present today, Yeah. Um, I got Ninja Turtle shirt. Whoa. Maverick. So Maverick's wearing... We can't jeans. hear you unless you speak into the microphone. Maverick's wearing jeans and... No shirt. Yeah, he's like John Cena down here. <laughs> and it's cold in our basement. Yeah. It is a little bit. Um, what else did you guys do today? Um, we opened presents. We went to Grandma and Grandpa Marbury's. And we opened presents. No, well, not me. You didn't. You and Mom stayed home because Mom's feeling a little, a little sick. And I kept coughing. And we didn't want to get Grandpa my sick. My stuffy nose. And... And uh, we went to our Aunt Lisa's. We went to Aunt Lisa's after that. And that was fun. You guys got to play with all of your cousins. You got more presents over there. Yeah. And I got a nail salon. And and I got, like, a cool notebook with gel pens that are plain and glittery. And yeah. I did not know that. And, okay. And... What else? What else? And I got a stamp kit and like a paint set. Yeah. And I got one more thing, but I can't remember. Mm. Oh, it was like a box that you hold on and then you pull open and then you can pull apart something and then you can make the bracelet. Okay, well, we're going to wrap this thing up in a, in a couple minutes here. Maverick, do you want to hop on and tell tell everybody what we plan on doing tomorrow morning? What's going to happen tomorrow morning? No? Jan, what's going to happen tomorrow morning? We're going to... Hold up. Okay. We're going to Aunt Liz's house. Yeah, we're going to go to Aunt Liz's tomorrow, but before that... Hopefully Santa comes. We got to get to bed pretty soon, you guys. And guess what? They have a big house that's really tall, and they got a giant Christmas tree. It is huge. But I never seen it. All right, let's say goodbye to everybody that's uh, taking the time to listen to us. What? This you like this button? Listen. <laughs> Take a walk down Walcott, it's time to reminisce. Take a walk down Walcott, time to bring up old shit. Alright, bye everybody.
Matt, do you want to say bye? Bye. Hold on, let me tell it. All right, we're back. Some what? What do we got? I have uh, some of the worst, some people's worst New Year's Eves. Okay. And some, I think, embarrassing. Mine ones too. was. Oh, um, I know, Matt. <laughs> Mine was. Um, we wait. We're gonna. We're gonna drink beers at Adam Peterson's mom's house. Um. But the, so Blake and Dorothy, Adam Peterson's uh, folks, they were going to like a New Year's party as well. Now we met up on Mill Hill, mm-hmm. the top. They live in the last house on the street that Adam lives on now. Oh, okay. I'm Bingham, and we waited for them to leave, and then we like fucking cruised down the hill. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, I think I was even like riding a case of beer down the hill. Um, I was. And mine broke. I got called fat. <laughs> still remember. That. I still remember. It. Same this laugh. Adam's worst New Year's same, same laugh. No, it was. It was. It was nothing. It was a bad start. <laughs> but my start. My bad start. We had start stopped is, at Burger King too before this. Uh, got an original chicken sandwich. Uh, oh, that's right. And so, anyways. Uh, we're we're hanging out and we're we're young. What what would you say? Fifteen? Fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. Because there was somebody had a car, maybe. Yeah. Peterson probably had a car. Might be the only one. Um but we're drinking like, you know, Budweiser's or Ice House or whatever was whatever we could get our hands on at that time. I don't I think maybe uh Leela's mom probably bought it for us. Might be like some that. red dogs, who knows? Maybe some red dog. Yeah. So we are partying up in the basement of the Peterson household. And the rule was we we could we could be there, but we can't thrash, man. We got to clean up every little bit, and we got to be out by a certain time because <laughs> the parents are coming back. I think they were at like Playmore or something. Probably they were. <laughs> you you probably tell it better than me. Hold on, let me tell yeah, it. Yeah, you do it. <laughs> so, uh, Lord knows I don't remember much of it. We're down in the basement. Yes, there's a bunch of us. Oh, there's like five different offshoots, but I'll just do Matt's. <laughs> Matt's not feeling well. So Matt like just kind of lays down. Because he's wasted? Yeah. And, um, you know, like four or five beers at 15. Oh, yeah. It's, it's different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Adam is sitting on the floor in this basement. Like, I don't know. We're just, like people are posted up in different spots. There's a couple of guys in a recliner, a couple of girls over here. And Adam, for some reason, is sitting underneath, like, the table that's down there. Like, just like a card table. table. Yeah. And he gets up for some reason, and he clocks his head on that table. So he gets pissed off, and he flips the card table over. It's like, well, you're the one that told us not to thrash, and here you are thrashing. It's like beers and whatever was on that, like, gets flipped over, including the table, which lands on Matt's head, (laughs) who's laying down because he wasn't feeling good. (laughs) <laughs> and then, bam! And he immediately gets up like, oh no, because he hadn't been feeling good. There's one bathroom in this basement, and Matt starts uh, charging for it. He doesn't get very far. Then there's like a gym mat, like where his dad worked out. Oh. Like a weight bench and shit. <laughs> and Matt drops to all fours, but he's still trying to make it. So he's crawling on all fours to try to make it to this toilet. And he had this haircut at the time. <laughs> that had... Pretty much all of his head shaved, like, not shaved bald, but, like, pretty high and tight. Yeah. 
but his bangs were very, very long. Oh, so he would like man. throw them back almost like a mohawk. Yeah. And so like he's trying to get to that, that, that toilet. Cool. And he, he he just couldn't do it. So he Oh, that's what it was. He was he was like running and then he dropped to his knees and then he was trying to crawl. And then this last ounce of strength, his hair's hanging on his face. He swings those bangs back and it looked like the little mermaid coming out of the water and he just launches vomit <laughs> like we were standing up watching him go by and like the puke came up like over our heads so we just like left to right followed it up like a, like a fountain oh my God. and just splash we're like oh oh that's gonna be a problem you know and so I cleaned up. We with, clean. We with all my, cleaned like, up. Sweatshirt. Like I was wearing like a, I don't know if it was a badger sweatshirt oh, or something. I like Jesus. scooped up all these chunks of Burger oh, King chicken my sandwich. God. And I just threw the whole shebang in the washing machine and oh, turned. Oh my god! I turned it on. I didn't know how washing machines worked. I thought it was be fine. The next day or a couple he days, he started later. a chain reaction because four seconds later, Stan throw or maybe an hour later, whatever. I think Stan pukes, Tia pukes, uh, Leah, Leah, Leela, Layla. She pukes. I, I've, I, a bunch of people go uh. down this night, and then yeah, we're all too young to be drinking. Yeah. We think that we clean everything up, and we we miss that sweater. Like me and well, Adam, I put the sweater in the washing machine and started it, and it turns out like. Dorothy hands me the sweater like the next day or two days later or whatever. And apparently there was a bunch of like large chunks of chicken still in the in the washing machine. She goes, I know you had burger and chicken. <laughs> no, she didn't get that no, specific. She, I think she, she just said like you shouldn't put chunks of stuff in the washing machine. And I'll noted. Oh Jesus, that's gross. Sorry, Blake and Dorothy. Are those the best names for parents ever. <laughs> they are. I love it. <laughs> They're the nicest people. They're still on my street. I know. I wave at them all the time. That's awesome. All right. This one is the night of the resurfacing X. Okay. I'd been dating a guy for about six months. His previous girlfriend had cheated on him not long before we started dating. And for the record, we ended up dating for four years. So I can at least say I wasn't just his rebound. So, on our first New Year's Eve together, we were in a group of 20, and as a treat, one of the richer kids' parents had rented out a hotel ballroom for us all, complete with open bar. Being relatively new to this group, I didn't know anyone else at the party other than my boyfriend. His ex showed up with the guy she cheated on my boyfriend with. Ashamed and awkward, my boyfriend decided to hit the whiskey while I remained in a state of sober shock. To make matters worse, we finally got to our hotel room, only to hear loud moaning coming from the next from the room next door. <laughs> oh, man. Turns out our room was right next to the exes, and my absolutely plastered boyfriend spent the rest of the night yelling through the wall for her to shut up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I would not have stayed Sandy, for four years, I don't think. Sandy, shut the fuck up. Oh. No, I'm not That's staying terrible. there. <laughs> not staying in there? Oh. No. This one's world's worst hangover? Question mark. It wasn't only the first New Year I got drunk. It was the first time I ever got drunk. After the family celebrations, I went over to my best friend's house around 2 a.m. 
The pair of us had one plan in mind to get fucking hammered because we'd never done it before. We got a bottle of vodka and some lemonade and between the two of us finished two thirds of the vodka. We literally just got drunk in her room and it was fun until I started throwing up. I haven't felt that horrible since. I woke up with the most insane hangover, a feeling I wasn't used to at all. That morning, I was supposed to go to a family meal and had to disguise my hangover from hell as food poisoning. (laughs) I couldn't look at food and wanted to die. I made the decision to never drink that much again. That obviously has not been the case. (laughs) (laughs) We've all said it, right? Yes. Oh, so many times. Um... All right. This one's the Big Apple Fail. Last year was my first New Year's Eve in New York City, and I was incredibly excited. I'd waited two hours in line for a dressing room to pick out an outfit the night before. That's crazy to me. Yeah. And we paid almost $100 for tickets to a bar in the Lower East Side with a six-hour open bar. But being new to this whole thing and skeptical about the definition of an open bar, we decided to pregame with tequila. Oshkosh prices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, more specifically, I decided to pregame with 10 shots of tequila in an hour on an empty stomach. Yikes. I barely remember leaving my apartment, fell down the subway stairs, and had to stop in an Italian restaurant along the way to pee. The bar staff almost didn't let me in, and I gave the bouncer the evil eye as he allowed me to totter past. But you'd love to hear that I had an amazing night and got my money's worth, right? Wrong. Didn't even make it. I drank a glass of water, ate one cocktail weenie, and was home before 11. (laughs) I lost my credit card in the cab, and the driver wouldn't let me leave until I found it, which I did 10 minutes later in my pocket. At 3 a.m., I woke up with a busted knee, gum in my fur coat, and no clue as to where my ID was. (laughs) Fur coat? Yeah, I don't know. Left at 11, arrived home at 3 a.m. Yeah. It's weird. Didn't last long. Taxi driver did sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me now th- my credit card's back in my pocket. Weird. <laughs> What's going on? It's three in the morning. Get out. What? <laughs> yeah. Suddenly the cab driver doesn't speak English. I get it. Yeah. Is this gum in my fur coat? <laughs> yeah, it's gum. Get out. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Um, went to a New Year's Eve concert where a guy I was semi-seeing and his band were playing. I had planned on surprising him because I originally thought I couldn't make it. Midway through the show, he's like, I'm dedicating this next song to a special lady. She said she couldn't make it, but I just spotted her in the audience and I couldn't be happier. My heart was a flutter. Here's to you, Anna. My name is not Anna. He pulls some other girl on stage and starts serenading her. I honestly thought I was going to die then and there. As soon as I could escape, I ran out of the venue, crying all the way down Essex, stopped in a bodega, bought a six-pack of Coors Light, and drank them on the train ride home. (laughs) How many many times has that move been pulled off, by the way, just by band? People. Right, you know what I mean? oh, right, like, right. It seems like an old trope. I hear. Yeah. I feel like I hear it in all kinds of movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one is the one with the unwanted sleepover. I'm sure people have worse than this, but my most mortifying New Year was when I got far too drunk and woke up with a guy next to me in bed. It wasn't until he rolled over that I realized it was my brother's best friend, who was 11 years younger than me and who I'd watched grow up. 
I ran out, and genuinely, we have never mentioned it since. (laughs) Oh, yikes. Um, This is New Year's Eve, freshman year of college, and I'm back home for a few weeks from school out of state. At a house party, and I'm at a house party and jump on a grenade for a buddy because he's trying to hook up with the more attractive friend. (laughs) Is that the best phrase of all time for like like wingman? (laughs) <laughs> Jumping on the grenade. Jim says that all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, you can use it in life. You have to jump on this grenade for you know X Y Z, but for this particular situation, that is the best phrase. And I and I gotta assume it works both ways. It like, does. I like to think that there's some girls out there like, sorry, girl, you're gonna have to jump on the grenade. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm getting the singer tonight. <laughs> All right. So, um, Anna, that's not my name. <laughs> Don't jump on that grenade. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> grenade does what grenades do and sloppily falls onto a glass coffee table at someone's parents' house, thus shattering the table and waking the parents who come down and kick us all out. Jimmy Lloyd? (laughs) I'm too drunk to drive, so sleep in my car in front of their house. It was maybe 15 degrees that night. Oof. Ugh. Um, I always felt like the grenades are pretty quiet. Well, no. Mm. I don't think they're always quiet. Mm. I think they're just not the first pick. Not the first thing you want to jump on. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) This one's pretty good. This is New Year's Eve 2014. I had broken up with my boyfriend of three years a month prior and was looking to have a fun night. Two friends a couple, and I bought tickets to an open bar party and got a hotel for the night. I bought a great dress and was ready to enjoy my night. We had, we head out, and I hit the bar hard. It's 10.30, and my tolerance was shit because said ex never wanted to go out partying, so we sat at home like old people. I'm determined to find someone to make out with at midnight. Flash forward to 11.55. Haven't seen my friends for an hour. Haven't been able to successfully chat anyone up, and I'm one drink away from blacking out. The countdown starts, and I'm standing alone with no one to kiss. Fuck it. I get another drink. The next thing I remember, I'm in the hotel room and missing one of my favorite shoes. My friends said they found me trying to get into the wrong room and no shoes on. I never found that shoe again, and I have no idea what I did after midnight. I did, however, have my phone ID and credit cards. And then one of the comments on here is... You're the grenade. You're a real life. <laughs> you're a real life Cinderella. <laughs> and then this, the lady who submitted it said, "I never got my shoe back and didn't find a Prince Charming. I'm the opposite of Cinderella." <laughs> so that's what I got. Oh man, I'm. I'm glad I'm not in that boat. To be honest with you, for any of those. Anymore, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do some, uh, we're going to go old school and do some hypotheticals. All right. And I don't know, you have to let me know if we've done these before, but I don't think we have. All right, the first one, this is a shorty. Maybe our our answers will change anyway. Right. That's true. We've grown. (laughs) As people. We've learned. All right, the first one is called The Countdown. 
Okay. You are. Pr- what was that? That was my soul. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you are presented with a very strange challenge. Someone dares you to count backwards from 300 to zero. If you succeed at this simple request, you will be given $25,000 in cash. However, if you misspeak, get any digit incorrect, or make any mistake whatsoever... You will immediately be doused with gasoline and burned alive. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Swerve, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that picked uh, up. <laughs> do you attempt this challenge? How much? 300 to 1, $25,000. No. No, I'm not getting burned How alive. How can you? One, any little mistake, a misspeak? Well, okay. Here's the thing. It can doesn't I, say you have to do it like quickly. Right. I was going to say this. So you could be no, very no time methodical limit. with it. But that doesn't. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's say we're not betting on ourselves for 25 grand. What is the amount? Yeah. What's the number? What's the dollar is it a million? Where we a are. A million. Where let's, we are. Let's just say it's a million. It's got, I think it's got to be a million. Wait. And what? It, you just get set, doused with gasoline and set on fire? Yeah, uh, the the actual just? don't say just. Well, and also well, I mean, you can stop dropping roll. No, the uh, the the actual verbiage is you will immediately be doused with gasoline and burned alive. So I don't know. Oh, okay, not to death. To me, it makes it sound like you're goner. I don't know. It says burned alive. It does not mean you died. Right. Fuck. Yeah, but have you tough. seen burn victims? Yeah, yeah. grenades. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, that is terrible and funny. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's really super hard. Even no matter what the amount of money is, just because doused. That's a lot. Yeah, I might have to. I might have to pass on this. I might have to like write it out and read it. Two hundred ninety-six. Does it say we can read it? No, I read exactly what it says. No, no, I mean like it doesn't right say down. you can't. I think, yeah, but you still stammer one time. It says I know yeah, you're gonna fucking be on flames. <laughs> Three hundred. If you misspeak, get a digit well, incorrect, like, or make any mistake whatsoever. Sarah and I are like, oh, you might not die. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're probably gonna die. They're dousing you in gasoline. I can I can safely say for all of us, we would not do it for twenty five grand. Now, would yeah. you do but it? There's a number. Would you do it? I mean, if the numbers, the numbers high enough, like ten million, I would probably 10? do it. It went from one to ten. I, I don't know. I might do it for a million. But even still, what what, what difference nah, does the I'm amount of money make? Because still, one. What do you mean? Eight. That's what you're still getting doused. I mean, yeah, you're but it's still gonna... a ratio. Like twenty five grand. Yeah, it would be great to have twenty five grand in my bank account. Tomorrow. Yeah, but Sarah's going. What do you but, mean? You're dead. I know. Like what's your right? right. Your family still doesn't get anything if it was ten million or yeah. twenty five thousand. I know. Imagine that, that insurance call to, <laughs> to Lindsay. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. What'd you guys do this is weekend? This co- is he covered or not? <laughs> Who had the gasoline? <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to have to go no, regardless of the amount of money. No amount of money. Yeah. Yeah, dude, because here's what's going to happen. Don't you think you'd be more nervous than more amount of money? Hyper focus. 300? 300 to count? 1. 300 here's, to 0. Here's my luck. I'm going to go... Two sixty nine, two ninety five. No, 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 I didn't. Like, play the tape back. 
Or get a Four little bit more in. Or you think close? I'm fucking up at like two seventy four. Or but even get no, you're going backwards. A, a little. So dyslexic. you're saying you would fuck up at eight? What do you mean backwards? You're counting backwards from three hundred to zero. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, I'm two ninety nine. So you're saying you'd fuck up right off the bat? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be the big countdown <laughs> for the New Year's. <laughs> you're gonna fuck it's up gonna right be, away. It's going to be two eighty two for some bullshit. Got gotcha. you. Uh, Okay, no. And how happy are you burning alive going, I didn't even get to 270. <laughs> Let's try a different one. Uh, this one's called The Price of Sex Appeal. You meet a wizard in downtown Chicago. Yeah. The wizard tells you he can make you more attractive if you pay him money. When you ask how this process works, the wizard points to a random person on the street. You look at this random stranger. The wizard says, I will now make him $1 more attractive. He waves his magic wand. Michael Jordan didn't have a magic wand. Ostensibly, this person does not change at all, as far as you can tell. Nothing is different. But somehow, this person is suddenly a little more appealing. The tangible difference is invisible to the naked eye, but you can't deny that this person is vaguely sexier. The wizard has a weird rule. You can only pay him once. You can't keep giving him money until you're satisfied. You can only pay him one lump sum up front. Oh. How much cash do you give the wizard? And it's like, so the attractiveness that he makes you last forever? I Let's mean, does it yes. say? Okay. I'll say yes. Um... Remember when Michael Jordan played for the Wizards? Yeah. That was my joke. So. And then he purchased the Wizards. Did it was he? also Chicago. He bought them? No, I think he bought the Charlotte oh, okay. Hornets or something. That was my joke, though. But anyway. <laughs> it would, I guess it would depend on how much money I had, it, like cash money I had on me. But would you... Sp yeah. I'd give it all. You <laughs> <laughs> That was the best answer. That was the best ever. But when are you going to have that opportunity again? That's true. So I'm just be like, here's all the money that I have, right? Do what you can, wizard. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go to the ATM? I just don't know. Whatever I have in my just my, on, you? on me, on my person. You don't have shit on you. I usually don't, like 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be like, here you go. We should just go to the ATM and ask people, what are you taking money out for? <laughs> yeah. The wizard. Nowadays, like, what the fuck do you need to take money out for? That's true. Yeah. Taylor has zero cash usually. Did Very I, I'm little. I'm surprised even though cash I is. always like to roll with like a little, I don't know, like 30 bucks. And I, 32 bucks. That's the perfect I, amount I of bet cash. You my average is $27. That's the perfect amount of money. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You gotta have a little. Do you guys ever, this is so off topic, but do you ever watch The Price is Right? Yeah. That's been a long but time. But you know the whole show. Yeah. No, sure. I guess I haven't seen it. That was it a, a highlight time, of calling. Yeah, yeah. That was, a, I was gonna say calling in sick. That was a highlight of being when sick you were when you were sick. a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love watching The Price is Right. So anyway, today, you know how they do the spinning the wheel twice, you know, per like half of the show. For the showcases, yeah. And then, yeah. So the second half of the show, the three people spin the wheel. Mm -hmm. Each one of them gets a dollar. 
Wow. Ooh, that's got to be So a, then what? The spin-off? That's a gooser, dude. <laughs> and then the next, the so then they have to spin off because they all tied, but they all get $1,000 for getting the dollar. All right, nice. And then the lady spins again. She gets a dollar. No way. So she got 25000 for that one. Holy shit. So she's at 26000 just for spinning. Spinning. Just she for being there. She's not yet. even, yes. Right. There's no showcase showdown yet. The next person to spin gets it like on the five cent, which is $10,000. Wow. It's like right. So like so the fifth one five are, yeah, sandwiching the, yeah. And then, I mean, like the third one didn't get it, but all three of them got it. And then the other two still made money off of that. Isn't that nuts? I've Crazy. never seen that. Was, Drew Carey still hosting the thing? Yes, but something's going on with his eye. Oh no! It's like he wore what? those glasses for years. It's terrible. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, his one eye, he can. It's like it's ah. so, and it's been like this for weeks. So really? I don't know what's happening. But he's still. Do you the phrases right? No, she didn't no, work I'm today. At home. Oh, okay. I didn't work today, and I. You said a couple weeks ago. She probably didn't work then. Okay. No, what happened today? I know, but you said his eyes. Said been it's in, been going oh, on for a couple weeks. Yeah, I probably since Thanksgiving. Okay. Because gotcha. that's holiday season. Well, describe the eye. So it's um, super swollen. Like the bottom of it is so swollen. I mean, it's barely even. It looks like Rocky getting punched. It's yet. Yeah, it's barely even open a, a tiny little bit. I'm like, I can't even believe they let him on TV. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that's going after makeup, right? Yes. Like, oh my god, what happened to Drew Carey, dude? I don't know. I don't know if there's something like a. I don't know. <laughs> Permanent or From what? December eighth. What's up with Drew Carey's left eye? <laughs> yes, see, <laughs> that's exactly it is twenty one days ago or whatever. Oh, it's awful. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Does it say what's up with it? Twenty three. Uh, if you're listening, I'm to this efforting podcast. right now. Oh, okay. Mm, the guy from um, uh, whose line is it anyway? Showed up and just he's like, "Hey, man, you never pay my royalties." <laughs> I love whose line is it? Anyway? Ryan Styles or something? Who's the other guy? Colin Quinn? No, not I, Colin Quinn. I couldn't come up with their names for sure. There's but, a tall guy and the the bald guy. So that la- the lady who got the dollar on the wheel uh-huh. and then got another dollar to get up on stage and you know I have to say the win the price. Yeah. She got it exactly right. What? So she got five hundred for that, and then she got twenty six thousand off of the wheel. And then she won her showcase within three hundred and sixty dollars. <laughs> she should just walk off. Oh my! God. I wasn't listening to also a word Wayne you said, Brady. But I need to I show you Wayne this. Brady. Okay, is this a picture of it? Yeah, oh, I don't God. know what's going on. Nobody, it, mums the word on this. Oh my but, God! But here's a photo. Of, of yes, yes. It's, That's not true, Carrie. Yes, it is. It is. Mm. <laughs> he looks like. Uh, <laughs> He looks like Michael Moore. (laughs) He looks like he's about to go make a documentary right after this. You guys want to know what's messed up and prices right? Their water's fucked up. Look at my eye. I'm surprised they haven't addressed it at all and said this is what's happening. Yeah. uh, Is that just a close-up? Like I, I mean, I was, zoomed I in on it a little bit. Yeah, skinny though. He looks pretty big there. No, I think he's been putting it on a little bit. Yeah. If I was a Price is Right fucking host... How he did not? get really skinny. Remember, he was a big guy, yeah, and then he got and then skinny. He, he, yeah, people balloon. He's putting a little bit of weight back on, but not as big as he was. Yeah. But anyway. 
Well, we're pulling for you, Drew. <laughs> Those pink eyes, and anyway. <laughs> Oh man! Sorry, I was yeah. like, I, was I have a thing in those two. <laughs> I forgot about Wayne Brady. Yeah, he like everybody remembers his name, and I didn't. Nobody remembers that, the other guy's name. Yeah. And I think I got close at least in there too. And I'm like, with oh. the really tall, skinny guy. Yeah, yeah, and then there's one other guy that's like was bald. Colin, I yeah, think, something. something. Yeah. Um, I think I said the MTV News guy though. I think I said Colin Quinn. You yeah. did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> how the fuck did I Welcome forget to about the Wayne Scat Brady. with Matt? The segment where we read product reviews to determine what's the shit and what is just plain shit. Um, all episodes of uh, Night Court are on Ubi, I heard, for free. On what? Tubi? Ubi? Tubi. Tubi? Is yeah. that it? Yeah. Tubi's weird. Like Never been on. Tubi and Pluto are both like... Oh, I've been on Pluto. It's it's like old school TV, and then it like comes up with a guide and stuff. And I think Tubi's like that too. I don't know. Uh, anyways, the product we have here is a is a book. Sarah, you're into books. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read this one? It's called How to Avoid Huge Ships. <laughs> no. Oh, ships. Ships. Yep. Okay. Paperback book from March first, nineteen ninety three. Hmm. Um. There are three. There's four reviews. One is very long. I think I'm just going to start with it, though. Um, I, I skimmed it. It looks pretty funny. Um, the Bumble. Weird. What? <laughs> completely. I just looked at that. The Bumble gives it five out of five stars. This, book's help, this book helps me find strength when I need it most. I don't know if it was the pressure of early adult life or the demands of college, but I began to experiment with huge ships in my late teens. I began looking at huge ship magazines in the basement when my parents weren't around. <laughs> then one day, my mom came home early and unexpectedly caught me in the act. Both of my parents were furious. They asked me where I go to. The, they asked me where I got the magazine from, and I said I found it, and that I thought it only contained articles on small watercraft. <laughs> <laughs> as a result i started to sneak out at night telling my parents i was headed to a friend's house to watch full house but in reality i was in the library reading up on huge ships as my career developed i found an apartment that i could afford and i moved out of my parents house my interest in huge ships only grew my apartment became a center for trafficking huge ship paraphernalia. Mod- <laughs> <laughs> Model huge ships. <laughs> Pictures of huge <laughs> Life preservers. You name it. <laughs> Eventually, some neighbors complained and the owner of the apartment building had me evicted. <laughs> About what? <laughs> By that time I Too was <laughs> By that time I was so far gone that I didn't care and I moved into a hostel. It was their own business. Wait. It was the perfect place to continue my pursuit of huge ships. The rent was cheap, drifters came and went, everyone minded their own business, and once in a while a new person would come along with scale models of huge ships in Turkey. <laughs> we had a lot of wild nights. And I was having trouble holding down my job. Eventually, I got fired. 
One day it dawned on me that if I don't get away from huge ships, I'll end up dead. (laughs) By pure luck, I ran into a fellow (laughs) who went through the same thing, and he recommended Trimmer's book. That's the book. (laughs) Between the book and my support group, I made progress and got back on my feet again. Last night, I almost turned left out of the parking lot instead of turning right, as I've done routinely for the past six months. Turning left would have meant that I was heading for the port of Baltimore, (laughs) where huge ships are present everywhere, horns blowing, sailors lashing gear to decks, and merchants teasingly gesturing to the gangplanks as they ask passerby if they want to go for a voyage on a great, big, huge ship. I started to imagine the wakes in the bay and the frolicking of tugs as they pull and push these huge ships in and out of the port. There was a burning desire inside of me. My mouth started to salivate. My hands were trembling and my eyes darted left and right as they searched for an answer. I thought that maybe I could just go to the port and find one or two huge ships and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. (laughs) Call it a voice in my head, an angel on my shoulder or trimmer's book in my glove box but I turned right and headed home instead. My support group had a meeting last night, and I told them about my near stumble. It felt good to tell everyone that I did not fall victim to weakness. I have my beloved support group and my dearest John W. Trimmer to thank for six months huge ship free. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that is great. That's the best review ever. Uh, I Can Read gave it one out of five stars. Bad advice. I think this book misses the bigger issue. We shouldn't be just avoiding huge ships. We should be confronting them. If we spend our lives running away, the huge ships win. (laughs) Uh, Two more. Dave, four out of five stars. Be careful to get the latest edition. I don't want to be negative, but none of the reviews I've read address the fact that there are two editions. If you... You want to make sure you buy the latest edition so you have the most up-to-date information. Do you want to get run over by a huge ship just because you neglected to buy the latest edition? No, No. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's kind of funny. Uh, And last, uh, Right Hook gives it one out of five stars. There is nothing here to address the very problematic issue of alien ships, which can also be quite huge. You can read the book and still be at high risk for abduction. What good is this book? (laughs) Is this a real book? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's awesome. How to Avoid Huge Ships. Who's the author? Um, Some trimmer? Yeah. John Trimmer. Trimmer. (laughs) I like it. From March of 93. That was fantastic. That first one should be a battle. Like most of those big reviews, it kind of sputtered out a little bit at the end. Yeah, but um, still, the number first review. But had pretty good stuff. Yeah. No, no that was really good. It was on time. It <laughs> <laughs> was so random. That was the ran- most random thing ever. <sighs> no Battleship uh, reference. <laughs> battleship Gray Panties? <laughs> no, that was Navy. on yeah, Christmas. It yeah, it did. Yes, it was not no, no, Navy. No, no, battleship no, but Gray I, Period Panties? Yeah. I mean the game. Oh, yeah. The You Sunk My Battleship. There was a... Nope, none of that. Didn't nope, need none it. Of that. That was too low hanging fruit. Yeah, it was. <laughs> All right. I'm a mark. Uh, you need a shower thought, or you need to wish anybody a happy new year. Oh, man, 
R.I.P. Dougie Fresh. And John Madden. Yeah. Yeah, John Madden. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, just when his big. Uh, he had that big documentary that out. came out on Christmas Day. Yeah. And then two days later, pushing up daisies. Some people are saying a little Mandela effect. What's you know that? What about? I know what Mandela effect is, but what do you mean? Some people thought he died a couple of years ago. Oh, he's, be- he's done nothing in like the public eye yeah. for probably five years. Right. So you mean like that came they out and he, he died our- to hype it up? Or? No, no, they're saying the he Mandela he was effect is like already. Yeah, man. There's like a bunch of them. Parents seem bears. It, the Mandela effect is one of these things where it's remembered think, different. It's remembered differently. So what he's saying is a lot of people thought like he was, he was already, already dead. dead. Like something might have come out oh. two years ago or something. You ever hear the Baron seem bears thing? No. Remember that book? Yeah. How do you say it? Berenstein. It's the Berenstain bears. It's Berenstain. Dude, here Berenstein we go. Bears. It's Berenstain, right? It's it's stain? Yeah, S-T-A-I-N. It is? Yeah. The no. Berenstain Bears? Yeah. No. no, it's not. This is the Mandela effect. And it's it comes Bernstein. from Nelson Mandela. It's Bernstein. It's not stain. Look it up. Google I am it. right now. Sarah, I'm sorry about what's going to happen here. <laughs> I don't remember this either, and I just I just put my head down and nod because I don't know what else they can do. It's oh, called it's Berenstain. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> no, yes, it is. What is a fucking Pizza Hut? Remember that Berenstain? Yeah, I know. B e r e n stain. They're watching. It's Berenstain. Remember how? Remember? No. When you're when you when you were a kid, you didn't say that. You didn't say Berenstain Bears theory. Berenstain Bears Mandela. You can show me a minute. Okay. <laughs> wow. The whole the it's titled the Mandela effect because everybody thought that Nelson Mandela had passed away years before he did. And so people it's just this whole thing about okay. people remembering you know what I'm doing things for next differently. Week? Oh. I'm I'm going to bring up the examples so we okay. can hit her with all of them. Okay. And I want to see cuz I think you know it's Berenstain. I did it's say it was. Okay. Yeah, but she was easily convinced that it wasn't once she saw the actual well, book. Yeah. Let's, let's get to the rest of them. Okay. okay. All right. Well, that's what we got. Don't look. Don't don't look no, into I won't. it. Let I won't. Adam. I'll forget about it. All right. Let's do a let's do a shower thought. All uh, right. I can't think of anybody to. Thank you guys. <laughs> you out there listening? Thank. By you. By the way, Dougie Fresh was not the rapper. He's still alive. A friend of mine is dead. Oh, like one of Rule's best friends, actually, which I didn't know. I knew him before at the Kellogg Apartments. So R.I.P. D.E.F. There you go. All right. If you ever crawl inside an old hollow log and go to sleep, and while you're in there, some guys come and seal up both ends and then put it on a truck and take it to another city, boy, I don't know what to tell you. That was Adam on New Year's one night. <laughs> <laughs>